Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode. It's episode nine of I Drink and I Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. PNS. Today's episode is brought to you by Distilling Company. That's still TBD. But it is a whiskey that is mixed nicely into an old-fashioned. Yes, an old-fashioned. Because old-fashions are just that old-fashioned they're good can't you know don't knock what works let's just acknowledge one thing right now uh last show sucked uh drank way too much and trying to watch when you're watching stuff like the super bowl and commenting on nfl going a random rant that was not very good but that's not what this episode's about this episode's about the Olympics. I didn't watch it, so that's that. So we're on to the next real topic of today. Ukraine. Russia wants it. Ukraine wants to keep it. The world waits. Jeez. Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. The game of risk is on. So that's that. I'm not political commentary. I don't know really what's going on. All I know is, hey, they want it, and they're going to take it. Uh, sounds like... Someone who did something way back in the WW2 days. But onto that, we're going to talk about happy things. Let's keep things happy. That's what I drink and I podcast is all about having fun of my own stupidity in my mind. But let's talk classic movies. Is this a classic movie? It's got to be up there. I mean, it was a blockbuster. You could argue it's one of the better ones for Nick Cage. Yes, the movie is The Rock. And, you know, Nick Cage had many other movies that came before that. You know, very notable. Uh, this is one of his more notable ones. Yeah, because he did The Rock, you know, Con Air. And, you know, did really well during that time. <laughs> uh, also, he also did very badly at the same time. You know, financially. So he started doing a lot of movies to make up for all those uh, times he did well. Because he didn't pay his IRS bill. Just keep that in mind. But The Rock is uh, another movie that, you know, you may forget about this character. But he's in this movie. But it's uh, the actor name is Danny Nucci. Uh, plays Lieutenant Shepard in this movie. You may know him as a familiar face come, you know, a year later. Uh, in a movie where he played Fabrizio. Uh, spoiler, he dies when the Titanic 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 sinks. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, the Titanic sunk. Huh, go figure. You know, part, part romance movie, part you know, historical document that's not anywhere near close to what it should be. But this also probably would be one of the arguments to the last best film for Let Me See Your Panties, Sean Connery. Uh, after that, I mean, he did a couple other things that you're like, oh yeah, Sean Connery's in. Let's go watch it. Ooh, that wasn't very good. <laughs> uh, but also another person that's in there, Ed Harris. I mean, went on to do like A Beautiful Mind, The Truman Show. Hey, don't forget about Radio, man. Radio, where he played the football coach taking care of uh, that one guy who's it's based on a true story, uh, so they nicknamed him Radio. I don't want to get too 
because then I had to get PC'd about it. I don't want to get PC'd about it, but, you know, go watch it if you want to. If you want a sad, feel-good sports movie, I guess. <laughs> uh, I mean, he played a Nazi in Enemy at the Gates. A Nazi sniper, you know, that's what he was. Uh, he had to go kill Vatsili Saitsev. Uh, so, but it's also, keep in mind, The Rock was one of those big blockbuster movies hated by film critics but loved by fans like i love that movie i just finished watching it which is why this episode today is about the rock now we could also do an episode about the rock dwayne johnson but that's not what the rock is about today this movie is uh produced by jerry brockheimer you probably see it all the time you know this was the last movie with jerry brockheimer and uh don simpson produced uh you may know jerry brockheimer from like beverly hills cop top gun crimson tide bad boys dangerous minds the rock con air armageddon and so on i mean a massive uh producing background with that guy uh that if anything you know serious you know how to how to make a movie and how to make a enjoyable fun action movie or any type of drama he's a he's a go-to he's a goat on that totally 100 percent uh but you also have this is the uh michael bay movie technically so this is actually his second movie he did yeah he directed the first one being bad boys which you haven't seen that movie you got to go see that movie too i mean it's there's three three of those movies yeah, Bad Boys, Bad Boys with Will Smith, Martin Lawrence, Tay Leone, uh, Joe Pantalone is freaking hysterical in that movie as that captain. I mean, you, you gotta love him in that. But it's not like I'm gonna give you spoilers of what's going on here. If you haven't seen the movie uh, too freaking bad, because it's been out since 1996, June of 1996. Now, I know that's, I was <laughs> like, well, like, 10, 11 at that time, but you, you got to, at, at that point, there's a certain limit of tough, you, <laughs> you should, you need to go do it. But the gist of the movie is, you know, a general Francis X. Hummel, played by Ed Harris, is pissed at the government for hiding information from families and being told lies about why their Marine Force recon members are, died doing these, you know, secret missions that obviously the families are being lied to and they're not receiving any death benefits or anything because they died in like training accidents you know government cover-up stuff uh so that why they're they don't get the full benefit of like a combat veteran would have if he died in action or on station on duty whatever it is they get you know death benefits if you just died in a car crash you know, on the way to the base, you know, mysteriously, you know, oh, sorry. And then there's the government answer. U.S. Navy SEALs are here to do an underwater, an incursion underwater to retake an impregnable fortress held by an elite team of U.S. Marines in possession of 81 hostages and 15 guided rockets loaded with VX poison gas. What a freaking line. This is why I remember Danny Nucci more than anything because he delivers that exact line. Uh, basically, just gets you hyped right there at that moment. Like, oh, yeah, we're about to go in there. 
you know, kick some, you know, Marine's ass. Uh, obviously, if you've seen the movie, you know the Navy SEALs lose badly. And I mean badly. Uh, they go in through the showers and they... <laughs> Marines are covering them from an elevated position in the entire time. And they just... There's a there's a gun-hung Marine. <laughs> it's a stereotype? Yes. Check. Uh, did he probably write it in crayons? Probably not this guy. This guy is full-blown psychotic mercenary. Um, and I actually watch it when they first land on the helicopter. They're very respectful. They're very military. And then they get inside and... General Hummel gives them a speech about, you know, your conduct reflects your attitude and blah, 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 blah. Every other Marine that's in there with them is at attention, except for those two. One's very relaxed, and the other one's got his arms crossed right in front of him. Those, you can tell, are the mercs. That's what they're intended to be. So those, those psychotics, you know, basically, they start off the shooting spray in the, the shower rooms. <laughs> uh, killed all the Navy SEALs that are in there. Obviously, General Hummel is pissed because he was... They, he, he had to kill more service members doing something that the government's obviously going to hide again. And those guys are going to be told, you know, good luck, goodbye. But also, fun fact, a guy who's in there playing the Navy SEALs was in the movie Navy SEALs. And that uh, Michael Bean is his name, by the way. He was also in uh, The Terminator. You may remember him as the Sergeant Kyle, Kyle Reese, I believe. Uh, he really didn't do a lot, but, I mean, he did that movie, Navy SEALs. Uh, he was in Tombstone. And he kind of just... Did his own thing after that, but no biggie, no better. He's probably made way more money than you and I ever did. So good for him. But all of them are dead in the shower room, and the only priest who are left is Sean Connery, an ex-con who escaped from Alcatraz way back in the day, and Nick Cage, the chemical weapons specialist who right now Sean Connery thinks is actually an anti-terrorist specialist. Uh, re they realize later <laughs> later on that no, he's actually a chemical weapons guy. He has no clue what to do, but Sean Connery obviously does. His whole thing is, you know, I need to get out of there. I've been jailed for 30 years because, you know, I've been set up. But <laughs> the, the hint, or at least they explain to him that, you know, Sean Connery was a former British SAS guy and uh, MI's basically an MI6, which is always hysterical if you think about it. You're like, oh, he's MI6, he's this. Wait, Sean Connery? Wait, James Bond? Yes, the U.S. government captured James Bond, locked him away, and his real name was John Mason. <laughs> Lo I love that, you know, theory. Uh, probably not, but whatever. But the whole guys of this movie, you know, they're trying to disarm and take out the VX poison out of these rockets that are aimed from the rock into the San Francisco Bay Area. So they going around trying to find out where they are, disarm them, disable them so they can at least launch. And the worst thing that happens is they just kill the people on the island or kill you know, Nick Cage and Sean Connery. But the Marines are real intent. 
they're willing to use deadly force, they do launch one rocket uh, eventually because they say, hey, you're not, you're stalling. I want my $100 million. Basically, just prove a point using that slush money anyway. So, whatever, you're not going to miss it. Take that rocket, launch it, but then the general does a little quick thing on the keyboard and the thing diverts. And his second in command notices this and goes, what, what the hell's going on? Eventually it comes out, you know, Ed Harris, who's playing the Brigadier General Francis Hummel, it was always a bluff. He never meant to kill anyone, any civilian. Uh, I mean, he even told like the little kids at the very beginning of the movie, once he landed on the island, to tell your teacher, get off, because you, you need to go. <laughs> so he... He even apologized to the citizens that are locked up in his jails. Like, I don't really mean to actually hold you, but I'm going to because I need to do this. Uh, and hopefully you, you'll you go your way and I'll go my way and I'll be good. But of course you have the crazy psycho uh, mercenaries that are now demanding their payment. Stuff goes haywire. They're willing to launch the rockets. They want their money because they're mercenaries and mercenaries get paid. And it's also really screwed up because every time I look at that actor, I think Candyman. Because uh, that was Candyman. And Candyman still scares the crap out of me. Uh, but, you know, the, the U.S. government does have, you know, some countermeasurements, which is like thermite plasma. It burns hot enough to destroy the VX poison gas so they can, you know, get rid of it. whoop de doo So they're willing to bomb the island. They actually do, you know get there in time uh, to about there. Well, not in time. They disarm the last rocket in time, or at least barely, because one of the rockets from the pilots does launch and, you know, does knock off the backside of the island. But, you know, happy movie, right? Hostages are saved. Bad guys are dead. You kind of feel sorry for the general because he really didn't want to do it, but he did do it. So it's kind of one of those, you know, when the bad guy has a, a good point but goes about it the wrong way killmonger you know that type of stuff uh that's what's going on here but at the, at the end of the movie it's really cool that uh mason sends him off on a nick sean connery sends nick cage off to go get married but fort walton kansas go look in the pew and they find out who kills jfk which is funny but that's the end of the episode. It's I Drink and I Podcast. This is episode nine. Tune in next week every Tuesday. It's episode 10. I don't know what it's going to be about. Cheers. Cheers.